0: perfect song for today as we are starting or we're in the second week of a series on spiritual gifts the bible calls them the gifts of the spirit and so last week we talked about the reality that you are right even if you guys were here last week and watching last week you are a personal display of god's power that's who you are it's the coolest thing, like because when you actually put your faith in Jesus Christ, and if you're, if you're new to the Christian faith, and if you're wondering what it's all about to actually know God to, and through Christ, he says, if you put your faith in me, he says, then you receive the gift of salvation. You don't work for it. You receive the gift of salvation. And part of that gift is you receive the Holy Spirit as a gift to you, God's presence inside of you. And then the Holy Spirit gives every single one of you a gift. He loves you so much. He has this gift to give you. So you are a personal display of God's power. And so discovering who you are is super important. Well, today, I'm taking kind of the same thing. We're taking the next step. We're going through 1 Corinthians 12 through 14 in the series. So if you have your scripture on your phone usually these days or want to pull out, we'll be in 1 Corinthians 12. And today where we're going is here is that you are part of a collective display of God's power. So you're a personal display of God's power, but today we're gonna to realize you're a part of a collective display of God's power. All right? So let me, let me I'm gonna try something here real quick. Uh, let's see. Hey, do you know what this is? No idea. All right, excellent, perfect. Okay, do you know what this is? Hear that thing? Sort of washer. All right. You you don't, you have no idea what this is, right? Okay. Excellent. Anybody know, you know, you know what this is? Okay. So isn't it interesting? Says, I think sometimes just like we have no idea what this is, we can look in the mirror and we can also go, you know, I don't know who I really am. I don't know what this is. I don't know who I really am. Well, let me tell you what this is. This is a cross plate. All right? This is a cross plate. This is a nut. It's a nut. And, and Susie and I were looking this up. It actually is a connecting piece. It's a nut. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so if you're a connecting piece, you're a nut. There you go. All right. So, now, but here's what's interesting. I can actually know what this is, but it's absolutely useless until it's connected to the rest of what it's a part of, right? So let me show you what this is. This is super important. You guys got to learn this. It's part of a French press, you guys, which is the only way you make coffee. Let me just tell you, this is super important. Look at all these pieces. Every one of you who has received Jesus Christ is one of these things. Very important to life. But how good are you if you just remain separate from the rest of what you're a part of? Okay? So this cross plate right here has to go inside this mesh inside of this I know I got to go fast because I don't have time to just make this whole message about French press, but I should because it's that important. But then you have to take the nut. And this is so important. That little thing has to screw on the end of there and then it has to go inside this, Now, for you guys who've never made French press coffee, you've never had coffee. So now you grind your coffee, you throw it in here and then you press it down. Now it works. You guys, you can know who you are, but if you don't know the purpose of your life, if you don't know that you're a part of something greater, you will never experience the reason you're on this planet. And the craziest thing is I can have all the parts necessary, but when they were separated on this table, This thing didn't work. And the church can have all the right pieces. But if the church isn't connected, and if each part that you are, which we learned last week, you are a unique part of the body of Christ. If you're not connected to the rest of the body and then utilizing your gift, the church doesn't work. But I can tell you this, man, when we do, when we come together and we're united by the Holy Spirit, then God does. He says, I do more than you could ask or imagine. In fact, he tells us that the whole measure of the fullness of Christ is only possible in community. And that's where we're going today. You are part of a collective display of God's power. First Corinthians 12, seven said this. We looked at it last week. It says now to each one, the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one of you. That's what was last week. But look at this for the common good. <laughs> that's why you are what you are. You're for something bigger than yourself. And until you and your unique manifestation or are, for the, are part of the common good, again, you'll never really experience even the life that you were actually created for. But here's what's important. Again, not only will you never experience what you were created for, the common good will never experience the fullness of Christ. The church can't experience it I can't, Susie can't, none of us can, unless all of us actually come together and become what we are, the body of Christ. All right, so let's look at this. First Corinthians 12, verse 12 says this. Just as a body, though one has many parts, but all its parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized, By one spirit to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slaves or free. And we were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. And then at the end of this section, verse 27, here it is. Look at this. Who am I? You are The body of Christ. And by the way, in the Greek language, which is better than the English, the you here is plural. You are the body of Christ. You are a French press. And look at this poor piece that didn't get put in together with the rest of it. I forgot. (laughs) You are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it. You're a part of a collective display of God's power. Now let me share with you, I read this a few months ago. I'm gonna share with you, here's the most mysterious thing. This is when it's fun. Pastor for 33 years, and something new for me. I can't, and I wanna share this with you. This is such a mystery, you guys. One, two, four. The most mysterious thing is it says, just as a body, though one has many parts, but all its parts form one body, So it is with Christ. Now, you would think it would say, so it is with the church. So it is with the body of Christ. No, it says, so it is with Christ. So what happens is, when you get baptized, and we do baptisms here a lot, and we explain baptism every time we do it. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter six, verse three, that when you get baptized, when you put your faith in Jesus Christ, you are get baptized into Christ. And you actually become one with Christ. So I'm baptized, because I put my faith in Christ, and I'm baptized into Christ. Sarah, are you baptized into Christ? Yeah, Ed, how about you, buddy? You baptized into Christ? Fantastic. Anybody else baptized into Christ? All right, look at all those hands. This is fantastic. And then look at what it says. For we were all baptized by one spirit as to form one body. And the body we form, it says, is Christ. And then it goes on, it says, even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. Phil, right here. Phil, did you know that you're not the body of Christ? Just you. He's not it. He's a part of it. Now, the body is not made of one part. Did you know that you yourself are not the body of Christ? You, plural, are the body of Christ. And Phil is a part of it. And Ed's a part of it. And Sarah's a part of it. And Susie's a part of it and I'm a part of it. This is who you are. Come on, man, how many of you are living your life knowing that at the core of your being, I am a part of a collective display of God's power. I am a part of the body of Christ. Now, let me, here's another way to, to, to give this illustration. If I was walking down the street and you came around the corner on the other side of the street and you saw me you could easily go hey there's dave right isn't that what you say Who, you look at me you're hey there's dave okay now if i ripped off one of my fingers and stuck it here on the platform which by don't miss that something would have to come and tear me apart and put me away from the rest of my body. Don't don't miss that. But here, back to my illustration. If my finger was laying on that little table right there, how many of you would look at my finger and go, hey, there's Dave? (laughs) No. The only way you know it's me is because all of me is together. How is the world ever going to see Jesus Christ? How is the world ever going to go, there's Christ, unless they see his body? And it is so Western to say, well, my faith is private. No, it is not. No, it is not. Because if you have faith in Jesus, then you follow him. And he says, then love one another. Well, you can't love each other if you aren't connected to each other. You guys, do you understand who you are? We're the body of Christ. And that's how the world actually gets to see us. Now, here's a little bit farther, though. What's going to cause people to see what Jesus can actually do? Because we're not just a body. Okay. I've actually seen a body without a spirit. I don't know if the rest of you have seen that. When my mom was passing away, in fact, just this week, you guys, and please be in prayer for Mike and Susie Rutledge. Um, Susie's mom passed away just this week. So please be in prayer for her. And she was there with her. And I remember with my mom, being in the hospital room, I mean, she was in a coma but she was there and we're praying for her. We're trying to just let her know it's okay, mom. It's okay to go. We, we leave the hospital. We drive 20 minutes to my house. And as soon as we got home, we got the red alert. And we had to turn right around. We rush back to the hospital. And as soon as we get to the hospital, I run into the room. And I look in there. And she's not there. How many, have you guys? any of you seen a dead body? That's the first thing that hits you. The body's there. But they're not there there. Because her spirit had left the body. How is the world going to see Jesus Christ? Not by just a finger or a toenail or an elbow, but only through the body. But then they're only going to see Jesus if the body is filled with the spirit. And so what does the Spirit, what does the Scripture say? We have all been given, all of us, we've been baptized by the Spirit into the body, but then we have been given the one Spirit to drink. We are given the one Spirit to drink. You guys, one of my favorite verses, I might have mentioned this even last week in Hebrews. It just hit hit me again right now. It says the land that drinks in the rain often falling on it and produces a crop useful to those for whom it's farmed, receives the blessing of God. So do you you drink in the spirit? Do you breathe in the spirit? The Bible says keep in step with the spirit. So the Spirit prompts you, he leads you, he convicts you, he says, no, don't do that. And then you go, okay. And then you get back in line. Or he says, do this. And you go, okay. And you do. You stay in step with the Spirit. You meet with him every morning. Every morning now, lately when I've been meeting with God, because I do it every morning. I just drink. I realize that's what I'm doing I'm drinking in his word I'm drinking in his presence I'm reminding myself of who God is I'm reminding myself that I am a part of a collective display and I want to be filled with the spirit because if I'm not I affect every one of you and if you're not you affect every one of us but oh my gosh If we are filled, if you are and you are and you are and you're drinking the spirit and you're keeping in step with the spirit and then we're joined together because that's what the spirit does and then all of a sudden the world sees Jesus. That is who you are. You are a collective display. I feel like I'm at a golf match or something. Man, we need a football game in here. Come on. Jeez. So this is where we got duped because we grew up in America. Because in America, the church is at 5049 South Murray Boulevard, right? You're driving around, you go, oh, there's a church, and it's this building. So here we are in this whole deal. Well, we need a facility, and we do. We need a place to meet. That ain't the church, it's a building. And then in America, what we do is we go to church. Right, so you're gonna you're gonna get done out here. You're gonna go out and you're gonna run into some people and go, "Hey, what'd you do today?" And so I went to church. See, we think church is a building, or we think church is something you go to for an hour. And Jesus is up there going, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! No, 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 no. The church is the body of Christ. It's my display." To the rest of the world. It's every part filled with the Spirit of God connected to everybody else being made into a beautiful French press, bringing life to my mornings. And this is what God wants to do through us. Are you a part of the body of Christ? Are you part of bringing life to the world? Or are you a part that's not connected? that isn't using the unique gift, the unique purpose, even this tiny, this little thing, the nut. And the French press can't work without it. And the body of Christ cannot be what it is without you. You are an essential part of the collective display of God's power. Here's what Jesus said this was his last prayer. Guys, listen very carefully because he's praying for you. This is Jesus praying for you. He says, my prayer father is not for them alone. Talking about his 12. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. How many of you, you don't even need to raise your hand or anything, but just think, do you believe, have you believed in Christ through the message? I ask you, have you been filled? Have you been baptized with the Spirit? Yes, 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 yes. Okay, awesome. I pray for those who believe in me through their message that all of them, every one of you, may be one. Many parts, one body. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us. Listen, so that the world may believe. That you have sent me, I have given them the glory that you gave me. Do you hear that? Jesus has given you the same glory that the Father gave him. You are baptized with the Holy Spirit of God. I and them and you and me. Listen, why? Why did He do this whole thing with the Spirit and make us a part of the body? so that they may be brought to complete unity, then the world will know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Wow. And here we thought, oh, maybe I'll go to church today. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not. You guys, oh my Lord, please help us, Holy Spirit. It's not something you do for an hour. It's not a building you go to. You are part of God's manifold wisdom to reveal Jesus Christ to the world. And the only way the world will ever know that Jesus came from the Father is when the body, whose many parts, become made one and unified. What is this? I have no idea. I put it out here, I tell you. It's a cross plate. So? But now you realize the cross plate is essential so that this French press works. And you are essential. Man, this is huge. You guys, this is huge. Do you understand how huge this is? Come on, somebody say yes. I'm serious, I'm gonna be really careful here. I'm a part of the body of Christ and I can't experience the fullness of it without you. And you are the body of Christ. That's who you are. So let's do it. Now, let me unpack a couple problems that arise that Paul unpacks here. I'm going to do these quickly. I, that was the most important thing for us to understand here, but to be faithful to this, let me show you a couple problems. The first one is in its problems that happen because we're parts, because we're so unique and different verse 15. He says, now what if, if, if the foot should say, cause I'm not the hand, I don't belong to the body. It would not for that reason, stop being a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not the eye, I don't belong to the body. It would not for that reason stop being a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? (laughs) If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts in the body, that's all of you, every one of them, every one of you, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but there's one body. So here's the first problem. You guys, don't look down on yourself. Don't look down on yourself. Don't buy the lie. You're not not valuable. You're not important. Because that's what what was happening here in the scripture. People are saying, well, I'm not that. I'm not that important. So then they decided to not belong to the body. See, because don't do this from what you were made for? If you're a little nut, we can't do it without you. And the the enemy lies to you again and says, you're not important, you're not necessary. You know why? Because he knows if you would be filled with the Spirit and connected in the body and uses his gifts, the whole world would find out that Jesus came from the Father and people would get saved. Do you realize how big of a lie this is to you? That you don't matter. Holy crow, this passage just... Blew me up this week. And then don't envy what someone else can do or gets to do. Well, I'm not the ear. Well, great. Because we don't need you to be the ear. You're the thumb. You'd make a crappy ear. (laughs) Let the dude be the ear. Be the thumb. And then don't deny the gift that he has given you. Some of you, you know what the truth is? Some of you are saying, well, I wish I wasn't the eye. The responsibility of the eye. Man, I wish I was the proximal inter, proximal, oh my gosh, am I going to really try this? Proximal interphalangeal joint. I looked that up. That's this right here. It's the middle knuckle. You know what some of you guys, he has gifted you and you are scared of the responsibility. And yet if you won't be the I, if you won't be what you were gifted to do, the rest of us suffer don't look down on yourself man we need you we need you second thing don't look down on others the eye can't say to the hand I don't need you and the head cannot say to the feet I don't need you on the contrary those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable so man don't think more highly of yourself Than anybody else. Don't think that. And here's another one. This is so important. Don't think that other people should be like you. (laughs) I, you know, what one of the problems is when you actually find your gift. You're like, oh my gosh, God uses me. This is awesome. And and that's the whole point. He does use you, and he blesses other people. And now the next thing you know is like, hey, everybody should do this. (laughs) Everybody should be the nut. No, if everything was a nut, we wouldn't have a French press. Don't make other people be like you. Be enamored at who God made everyone to be. Will you guys do me a favor? Will you just, just humor me? We just, just look around the room? Just take a minute and look around this room. Oh, my Lord. Every one of you. You look at every person in here and immediately, I know who you are because you don't look like anybody else. God has made you physically unique and different. God has gifted you. You guys, there's not a person in this building that you don't need if you're ever gonna experience the fullness of God in Christ. So here's what, you know, we can do for each other. We can see the beauty of each person. This is what God convicted me of a few months ago when I read this passage. Dave, come on, man, you're not seeing, you're not seeing the beauty and the uniqueness of every person Come on, man, be a shepherd, be a pastor. And I just want to tell you, we're doing, that's why we're doing this series because it's our responsibility to let you know who you are, discover your gift, discover who God made you to be, get in the game, get connected so that we can reveal Jesus Christ to the world. Every one of you is so important. So let's encourage each other and let's help release the uniqueness because you are a part of a collective display of God's power. And then really quick, and I do not have time to unpack these, but then he says there's three purposes in this passage. There's three purposes for the body of Christ. Number one is that there should be no division. First Corinthians 12, 25, that there should be no division in the body. Well, how do you have no division? No pride and no shame. Pride and shame cause division. Pride is, I'm better than you and I don't want anything to do with you. Well, guess what, now you're divided. Shame is, oh, I'm worthless and you're so much better and so you hide and you pull away right? In both cases, we can't be divided, united. Because that's where the gospel comes in. And the unity of the body, you guys, is the glory of Christ. And that's why he caused all of us to be different. But then he said, drink my spirit, drink my spirit, drink my spirit. Because my spirit reminds me, reminds you, you're loved, you're valuable, you're important, you are. And then you can help with the unity of the body. Secondly, there should be equal concern. Verse 25, that its parts should have equal concern for each other. You know, when you're connected to other people, the parts next to you are so grateful. (laughs) They can say, man, you're so important. I'm so, like our Life Together group, you guys, like the things we've been through and the ways we've been able to love on each other and care for each other in really tough situations, that would not be happening if you only went to church on, if you went to, if you go to church on Sunday and you're not connected to the body, you know what, it's really hard. I'm so sorry. I can't have equal concern for all of you. It's just impossible. But you get connected and you can. So the body is supposed to have no division, equal concern, and then the shared life. If one part suffers, every part suffers. If one part is honored, every one rejoices with it. See, when we're the body, you guys, like this, what happens to one happens to all. And that's always better. It's always better. Shared pain is better because it's lessened. And shared joy is better because it's increased. That's what we're supposed to be experiencing. All right, so what's our application? I just want to say, if you're here today and you're not a Christian, I don't know, I I think if I wasn't a follower of Christ and I didn't know what Christianity was all about, I I would probably walk in here and go, I had no idea you're supposed to go to church for an hour and then be really you know judgmental of everybody else who's not as good as you isn't that what the church is all about can i just tell you man you just heard part of the beauty of the good news of jesus he made you created you he wants to gift you he wants to connect you he wants you to give purpose for your life and i invite you to consider joining that church now the rest of us who are followers, you are the body of Christ. And each of you is a part of it. That's who you are. So what do you do? The first thing you got to do, I said it last week, is you've got to put your life in the hands of God. I'm serious. What, what, what happened here, right? What did I do? See, this thing, By itself, can do what? Say it again. Nothing. Nothing. What did Jesus say? Apart from me, you can do? Nothing. Nothing. Okay? In my hands, I can take these parts, and now there's power. That's what the Holy Spirit is. We've been saying this since Easter. Now there's power, and God does the work in you, is what the scriptures say. You just have to put your life in his hands. You just have to surrender your life and say, God, here I am. I'm yours. I trust you. That's what it actually means to be Lord, right? (laughs) I do what you say. And then Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, because Jesus is the head of the body, so you got to be connected to the head. And then the Holy Spirit's like the nervous system. He just moves through the head, through the Holy Spirit, moves through and empowers you. And now I can take each piece in my hands, and, I, and this is what the Holy Spirit, we, we talked about this. When the Holy Spirit came, when Pentecost happened in Acts, it says they were together, they were together, they were together. That's what the Holy Spirit does. And you know why he's putting it together? So that the church will work. So that we'll be the body of Christ. So I just want to tell you right now, who if you're not connected, and if you're not using your gift, and you're a follower of Christ. That means the Holy Spirit's inside of you. Did you hear, did you hear? This wasn't my idea by the way. Did you hear what Jesus said to you today? You are a crucial part of my body. Please give me your life. Let me put you together. Let me show you what you're designed for. Let me help you be something greater than yourself. So what do you do? And then you start serving, you guys. Every one of us who's a part of the body, Because the, the, the gifts that we talked about this last week, the gifts are acts of service. Now, you know what? And I don't know if it's here. See, that's, again, here's our problem. It's like, oh, well, then I got to serve on Sunday morning. My gift must work on Sunday morning. No. If the church is way more than this hour, then the gifts can be used all over the place. Now, I will say Sunday morning, the reason we serve on Sunday morning is because, man, there's a lot of people here. <laughs> and so kids have to be taken care of. And so we need to serve each other. And, and we need, you know, eventually someday coffee again, right? Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> but we need to greet one another, and we need music, and we need... But so, so, yes, I would say we use our gifts on Sunday morning just because we're all gathered together, and so the body works, right? Each cell, each healthy cell gives and receives. It gives and it receives. So if you're part of the body of Christ on a Sunday morning, we're here together, then everybody should just be like, okay, what's my part? I'm a part. I'm in. Okay but it can be outside of here. It has to be outside of here. There's way more going on. This team that Kyle told us about, the building team that put all of this together, that saved us way over a million dollars, you guys. That's because they were using their gifts for the body and we benefited from that. The outreach team we had together, the food pantry we do, the foster love. Those are people using their gifts and they're blessing people. And that has nothing to do with Sunday morning life together. Like I said earlier, we serve each other all the time. We use our gifts with each other because we're actually the ones who are connected to each other, man. So use the gifts outside. And then what's the last thing? The last thing you can do is there is an assessment and we put this up here for you guys. Um, there it is. Um, but you can go to k2thechurch.com GPS. GPS. That stands for gifts, passions, and story. And if you will take this, it will help you discover. It won't, it's not the Holy Spirit, okay? Don't, ch- like, oh, okay, here's my gift. You know, but it can be a tool to help you discover what are your gifts. What are your passions? Because you, you can have a gift for teaching and you can want to teach kids. You can have a gift for teaching and you want to teach a Life Together group. There can be different passions. So what are your gifts? What are your passions? And then what's your story, you guys? Because God has been writing your story. And he's not done yet. He's writing your story. Okay? So take that and it can be helpful in your assessment. And then I just want to close with two questions and I, and I'm done. I want to close with two questions. Would you guys just go ahead and close your eyes? I, I, this is, I want to give you a chance. Holy spirit, Holy spirit, Holy spirit, you are welcome here. The spirit gives us the thoughts of God. So I want this just to be a time of interaction for you to hear him and to interact with God and yourself. Here's the first one. Are you connected to the body of Christ? Are you connected to the body of Christ? And if you are, if you are, just give God thanks for that right now. Say thank you Jesus for the people that I'm connected to. Thank you for those who are loving me and caring for me and have concern for me. Just give them praise and thanks for that gift of being connected. And then with that, if you're not connected, and I want to, I want you, I want to ask you to be as honest with yourself as possible. If you're not connected to the body of Christ, why not? What is it? Is it fear? Is it I'm disappointed from trying in the past? that I just don't have time? Be super honest with yourself because you are part of the body of Christ. And then some of us can actually be a part of it. Here's a second question. Are you using the gift that God has given you? Are you using the gift? Because every one of you has a gift from the Spirit. Are you using it? And if you are, would you take a moment right now and say, thank you, Jesus, for this gift. Thank you for showing me why I'm here. Thank you for helping me. to." I've wondered my whole life, why am I this? And what am I here for? But man, if you're using your gift, just thank him right now for that, that you know what it is and that you're part of This collective display of God's power. And if you're not using your gift, you are a part of the body, you are, but you're actually not using your gift for an act of service, for the work that God created you to do. Why not? it's because I just don't even know what it is, then again, then just jump in. Let us, let the body reveal to you. Let us show you what it is because you'll serve and we'll see the good thing. Please don't be too busy. Don't think you don't matter. Why are you not? If you're not, why not? And just confess that to Jesus right now. Just take a moment and just have a conversation with him. Confess your reason to him and just tell him, Jesus, here's why I'm not using the gift you gave me. And then say, will you please, and I mean this, pray this, will you please give me the grace to use it? Give me the power to use it in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for this amazing truth, this unbelievable, we would have never thought of this. This is so divine that you actually reveal Jesus Christ to the world through people baptized into Christ that create a body of Christ so people can say, there's Jesus. Look at him filled with the spirit of God. Lord, please make K2 that, and nothing else. Do whatever you gotta do, God. I mean this with all my being. Do whatever you have to do, Jesus, to help us become what we are, the body of Christ. A collective display of your power. And take away anything, and I mean that, anything, that inhibits us from doing it. And we pray for it in Jesus' name, amen.